This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. I have today a topic that's very, very close to my heart. So it's called Conscious Parenting and I have Gulnar Virk joining me from India. She's someone who's an awareness coach. She is a children's yoga teacher. She's an access consciousness practitioner. She's also a Reiki and Pranic healing teacher and she's a practicing Buddhist. Here's something that really stayed with me. So I feel encouraging the child and empowering the child, being completely truthful that, hey, you know, these were my experiences. You're going to have different experiences. And I feel the last and most important point is also love. Because love and understanding has to be there. And that is going to just give your child that platform of, you know, feeling confident, feeling secure back end to go and take on the world. Gulnar, tell me, what is wellness to you? Wellness is these days quite the trending word as sustainable and the slow life. And I think thanks to the pandemic, we've all kind of discovered, uh, you know, something that's going on within us. But I think it's more a state of being, finding that inner joy and happiness. We need a license for everything, but we don't need a license to have a child. So tell me, what is conscious parenting? Explain to us this topic. See, conscious parenting is something that came about when I became a mother. And uh, in fact, my son is the first baby that I ever held in my arms. I was uh, very scared of kids, to be honest. I'm not a kid person even now, but I'm obsessed with my child. I had no idea of, as to you know how to even uh, breastfeed or have those sleepless nights. I mean, everyone spoke of parenting and oh my God, you know, just at the infant stage I'm talking of. And then of course, now I reach the toddler stage, but I feel there are a lot of teenager vibes that he gives me. So it, it used to really baffle me as to, you know, how, how is this little human? He's taken over your entire life. And having, uh, you know, studied a lot in this space, I began, of course, my practice. I've been uh, practicing Michelin Daishin and Buddhism for more than a decade now. And apart from, you know, the practice that I have been following and I've made that as a, an anchor to my life, I also got introduced to Access Consciousness I studied Reiki, I studied Pranic healing. I did everything under the sun to keep me sane while I had to stay up those nights, while I had to die for change or feed and so on and so on. Now, when you talk of food, everything is available on the internet. When you talk about your breastfeeding, first of all goes to the doctor and you know, you're kind of being given a little bit of a brief. But that connect with the child and whatever that he was going through with his moods, with his feelings, whether he was smiling or whether he would get anxious or angry or throw a tantrum. I think that journey for me was very important. And that's when I realized that, hey, no one really teaches you anything. And it's the connect that the parent and the child has. So conscious parenting for me is truly to know what your child is all about. Ooh, sweet child, we better take care Cause you, you, you 
is also to empower your children with what they know to let them question and also most important to just be aware of who they are without any judgment all of us have so many judgments that we carry and i think that rules our life because for me i had to keep going back to how my parents were with me and with my husband you know automatically for him it was how his parents were with him so even when two parties are coming together here to raise this one creation that they have made you know there are a lot of judgments and uh, perceptions that you have you have your own points of view everything kind of gets muddled up and mm-hmm. that's when i realized that no it's it's more about us following him for me i i think conscious parenting is is just that just to observe your child without any judgments and that as you know is very very difficult because like you're saying we all come trained that this is the way you should be this is the way you should sit this is the way you should eat you know these are the sort of clothes you need to wear so and that's so difficult to do what you're saying you know mm-hmm. conscious parenting as in just no judgment that's so difficult so sure. tell me what do you feel is a true conscious parent they need to not have so many judgments and points of view as to how their child needs to lead his or her life you know we have so many points of views that we hold that this is how our child should be a lot of parents also try and have their dreams you know so all the dreams that they couldn't make it oh. or you know what life taught them their experiences and dreams is one package that is just you know hand it over to your child and expect the child that okay i got to live my life this way but i don't think that's what a parent needs to do you've had your experiences you've had your dreams it's not necessary the child is going to take that up mm-hmm. you know there are these four factors that i also always uh, keep going over again and again in my mind who he is what he wants to do and just accept whatever he gives back to me mm-hmm. the second is of course i want to encourage him to a stage where i'm empowering him mm-hmm. that encouragement and empowerment is something that he's going to take a long way so tomorrow when he comes back home he's you know dealing with life's challenges he's going to feel that safety net he's going to feel safe he's going to want to bounce back that is a very very important aspect which most of us don't follow in parenthood because we're all about the do's and the don'ts mm-hmm. and that rules our life the last and most important point is also love because love and understanding has to be there that is going to just give your child that platform of you know feeling confident to go and take on the world that is so lovely but tell me something you know like a lot of families will say okay this is our family culture this is our family heritage and sometimes when you're dealing with consciously trying to parent your child like what the way you're terming conscious parenting they actually mm-hmm. clash the two mm-hmm. so the choices that you're told you know by your mm-hmm. parents as you said by your grandparents yeah. by your great grandparents those mm-hmm. might be different from what your child chooses mm-hmm. so how important is it it all boils down to not defining your children's experiences or planning their life path versus what you have experienced in your life our kids are not the way we were emotionally either in fact if anything i feel they're emotionally more secure and confident and they're born that way that discovery of world within was not there during our parents time they were very busy with the external world they knew that okay they have to bring in the bread and butter mm-hmm. send the kids to school educate them well but that education has also gone a long way so true consciousness today would be to enjoy that freedom to let your child also be aware of what he is feeling and why is he or she feeling that way 
a very small example here you know when um, when nirvan was when he was 2 years old he suddenly ended up feeling constipation i ran pillar to post i went to so many doctors and i wanted to know as to you know what is happening uh, one day i just sat down and i was just focusing on my breath and i just began chanting and i realized how many blocks do i have as a parent or how many blocks do i have towards parenthood or the city that i'm living with or the parenthood journey that i'm possibly enjoying with my husband right now and i realized that the blocks was just a manifestation in the child the day i started penning down all the judgments i had about my journey as a parent or what i felt how things should be he needs to sleep on time he needs mm-hmm. to eat this so all of those judgments one by one on that list when i kept ticking it off it was completely gone and he's he's going to turn 5 next month till day we never had an issue with it mm. we're looking at our children and most of the parents of toddlers or teenagers they have so much anger doors are being banged mm-hmm. there's full tantrums happening at home but my advice to those parents would be just look within see how much anger you have stored within your child is just manifesting what's within him it's as simple as that the day you are calm you feel that your inner peace and joy is intact You see that change automatically happen in your environment. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast Wellness Curated on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. There's something you said which I think is magnificent: oneness of self and environment. Yeah. And work with the energy. Work with your own energy mm-hmm. and the energy of the universe, and that will help the child. Okay, so Gunnar, let's talk about the process of going to being the ultimate conscious parent. What would you recommend? Would be the steps to get to a place where you'd say this is good. There's no timeline. Just give yourself some time to ponder as to what sort of a parent are you. So, are you the kind who's all the time telling your child what to do? Are you the angry one, or are you the one that just lets the child be, which is me currently? it all boils down to your behavior as a parent so i feel let's begin with that let's see where you are if there is a lot of um, you know anger or resentment or regret or guilt mm-hmm. pile up all of those feelings to see where you are and that's when we take up one by one we try and break that down further to work on your qualities and that is going to be the start of your journey as a conscious parent or as a conscious human being once you list down your feelings once you start journaling how you're feeling that brings in a lot of awareness and self awareness today without judging yourself is the first step towards self care is the first step towards self love so let's start small journal your feelings and i think that's where you know what to work on and i love how uh, my entire year goes you know keeping my goals personal goals but the personal goals are not uh, that i'm going to achieve this i i want to overcome certain lower life conditions that i have so this year i wrote down that i want to be fearless and i want to have no judgments and i think that is my starting point but this is something that i have to win over myself So what do you have to win over yourself is something you're going to have to bend down. Absolutely. And it's all about you working on yourself. It's not really about trying to work on that child. It's you yes. working on your own issues which yes. will help the energy with which the Absolutely. child grows up. relevant even for grown up children i think more so for the grown up children 
because uh, you know we have so many uh, mothers in fact uh, you know who will talk about how kids are disrespecting books if they throw books on the floor they're going to walk over it or they're banging doors they started listening to too much metal mm-hmm. but my 5 year old has started listening to metal too first day um, i i was in shock and i said hey you know we listen to guzzles or we listen to this all the hindi you know bollywood movies and, you know i mean the parents were sitting and they're trying to tell their five year old so what were we doing there we were trying to turn the child into another us but we got to let the child be the journey has to be uh, you know very organic for you and you need to observe what the child is all about you don't know what the feelings are being stored you don't know what he or she has taken from the parents it's all uh, you know a culmination of the feelings in the environment this is another very interesting thing which i think most of the spiritual gurus say that oh kids kids will only observe and i feel that's absolutely true because my son has observed my father so much that the way he dresses and tries to conduct himself it's a shocker for me that at that young age you observe so much that you know you've taken after certain things so you yes. never know what the child is going to take but The key here is to let that child flourish and grow. You're there only to guide them. You're there possibly only to correct on the legal, you know, no's. Uh, those do's and don'ts, yes, share manners, yes, share ways of life, the culture that you're a part of. Introduce the child to everything, but thereafter, let him or her flourish. There's one question which comes up time and again. You know the world that we grew up in is very different from the world today in terms of all the social media. There's access to the internet. There is so much gaming which you are probably if you aren't experiencing already you will as your son grows up. Yeah. How does one navigate that whole environment? What he's watching on that there's also only that much that I can control. But yes when conversations happen and if he's watching something which you know whether it's transformers or they have something called mini force these days that is a violent show it gives him this opportunity to you know be that superhero of course he calls himself a spider man and you know everything is about fighting and winning and taking over competition i get that but there's a little bit of an educative platform that the parents have to develop here that yes you are watching something but when you watch that hours later your mood is all about fighting or anger today he is very well aware so the days he wants to be in that superhero mode he'll watch a tv show that will give him that much to you know probably ignite his imagination but there are also times now where he's sitting down and he's saying mom let's watch harry potter there's only that much that we can control as parents today let's not be so hard on ourselves what is he watching what is he playing on an ipad make the child observe how he behaves I think that's a winner there. If the parent is in an observational space, will observe and be in a position to tell. But if the parent is going to just sit back and say, "Oh my God, you don't need to do this. How dare you do that?" That's just going to bring in more anger, and your energy field you're just you know creating more room for arguments here. And I feel that you know it doesn't just affect the kids; it also affects us. There's such an information overload from every side, so even we get. you know bogged down by it and i think even we need digital free days forget just the children there's all these parenting books 
that have been written. And everyone has very different styles of parenting and no one style is better than the other. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that some of the Western styles will actually have a time when the child is meant to nap, right down to the minute and when mm -hmm. they're meant to wake up, which is very different, I think, from what you're saying. My husband loves reading. And uh, when I was pregnant, I had so many books on pregnancy. But I preferred watching how uh, there's a movie, uh, What Not to Expect or What to Expect When You're Pregnant. And I think after the infant uh, stage, there's so much information again on how to raise children. You can't just read and take that information. You can't watch multiple videos, be it on Instagram or YouTube, and take that information. You can't Google certain things about what should I do if my child is not eating or how do I handle him shutting the door on me and the list goes on. I feel if you're taking all of this information as parents, why don't you start applying that to your life and see the difference that you can make. Can we leave people with some tips and techniques that are going to help them in their journey during parenthood with children of all ages? To start journaling their feelings. I, I think that's your step one. Journal your feelings. 90% of the time in the day, are you feeling anger? Are you feeling joy? Are you feeling... Uh, you know, a lack of uh, something or a sense of belonging. It could be anything. Second most important is all the additional information that you're consuming. Please learn to apply it somewhere to make a change within. If you're just going to consume and there is no application, there is no change, you're going to be at the same place where you started. So please get down to actually acting. And once you start acting on what you're feeling and what you're actually willing to apply in your life, to bring about changes, you've got a winner. You'll be a completely different person. If anything, I think you'll feel relieved. And you just make better decisions. You're a better person. You're a happier person. So you're saying journaling, awareness, application. And like we make mistakes, they make mistakes. And I think that's fine. You know, when you talk of food, when you talk of education, uh, these are the two things that uh, every parent worries the most. And uh, teenagers, of course, uh, you know, you're worried about the, the group of friends that your child uh, makes, the company that he or she is in. But I feel choices with a sense of responsibility is going to ground the child. And I feel those kind of choices is going to go a long way. It will add not only that grounding that you're looking at, but it will also discipline the child. Discipline and a little bit of uh, responsibility is needed from an early age. It doesn't matter, you know, one, two or 20 or 30. It doesn't matter. But these two factors with choices, if supported, you have a good, you know, well-behaved child. Yeah. That was such a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for being with us. The gorgeous Gulnarvik here. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.